I didn't ever listen to country music until I came to Colorado. Oh, really? Are you from the Midwest? I'm from Chicago. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... The Mile High High City. Okay. Who's doing the welcome? Did you do the welcome last time? Uh, I think I did the welcome last time, but honestly, I can't remember. Okay. What was the, um... Whatever. Welcome to episode 28 of Swept Together. Is it 28 or 29? Oh, yeah, you're right. It's 28. Yeah, because we just did 27. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have our normal outline assistance in front of us today because we are experimenting with a different format for the show. Well, no, we're not experimenting with a different permanent format. We're just doing something different than what we normally do. So what are we, do- what right, are we doing right now? Right, but if we really like it, we might do it more. Oh, okay. Well, that's right? cool. Isn't yeah. that the, yeah, we isn't can that do the that. point of an experiment? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in our car driving around the city because You've we thought... You've probably noticed some, uh, some of the extra background noise. Which is because we're driving and people are around us. We're outside. We're not in the swept together studio. Yes. <laughs> and we've come out of the closet for this episode. What? <laughs> Our studio is a closet. Oh yeah. Well, so the reason why we're doing this show is because we, uh, it it was apparent to us that we will not be in our beautiful city of Denver, Colorado for that much longer, and that made us kind of sad because we really, really love this city, but we're also very excited because, you know, we're about to embark on this awesome RV adventure around the country for a year. And um, so what we wanted to do is to check out, do like a, a tour, a tourist's tour of Denver, like, like we were tourists. And we're driving around and, you know, kind of commenting on the different places that we're at. I know you can't see what we're seeing, but we're going to hopefully show you or tell you um, all of the the cool stuff that we we have here in Denver. Yep. We'll also take, like, pictures and And like a tourist, you're parking in a place that says no parking anytime. Uh, I'm not parking. I'm just pausing i'm i'm very very slowly moving see look i'm i'm inching forward bit by bit so therefore i'm not actually parking so i'm not doing anything illegal right now you're the i just, i just can't handle it <laughs> so where are we right now babe we are in city park you might hear some geese quack there's oh, wait. no honk there's a small herd of them is it a herd of geese? I thought no, it was a it's flock, a flock of geese. But you call them ducks, so I can call them a herd. herds if I want to. <laughs> well, we are here in City Park. It's more Park. like a swarm. A swarm of geese. A swarm? Yeah. Okay. Will they sting me? No. Okay. Uh, but this is one of Denver's largest parks. I thought it was the biggest. It might be the biggest. I thought it was the biggest. Um, it's like... 
three miles when I run around it. So yeah, all the around around the perimeter, including so it's the golf, big. including the golf course. Yeah, it's there's pretty huge. like a public golf course. Uh huh. There's the zoo is in this park as well as the nature and science museum. Yep. We did a summer kickball, or last spring we did a, a cup in hand kickball league that played in, in this park. Right. And we also did the um, New Belgium Brewery has an event in the summertime called Tour de Fat, which is basically everyone gets dressed up in crazy costumes and rides their bicycles through the city and it's really fun we participated in that two years ago yeah two years ago right after I came back from Burning Man yeah so I guess it's a fall then no it was in August or in September mm. it was like Labor Day because okay. I came back on Labor Day yeah so it was it was early September right uh, so yeah there's a lot that goes on in this park it's one of my favorite places to go running um, because we can uh, we can walk here from our house. Yeah, it's very, it's a very close. Um, you know, we're only a couple blocks from the park. I mean, I know the park is huge, so it, it's kind of <laughs> expansive, but we're uh, near it, and so we're just, you know, there. There's a, a lot of cool memories that we have here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna have our going away party um, planned here. For the yeah. RV, we're gonna have a, we're gonna bring it here and park it and do like kind of a picnic style uh, RV home homecoming not homecoming <laughs> housewarming housewarming homecoming. RV warming party slash going away party um, in about a month with yeah. all of our friends. Right along here is where John did his right. Yeah, John is our friend who uh, is kind of uh, uh, inspiration he was our inspiration for this RV trip because he's the one I think we've mentioned in the show before that he's the one that had um, he renovated the school bus yeah he renovated a school bus and we were like that's really cool let's do that and then also we took it one step further he he renovated it just so that he can live in it here in Denver but we were taking it a step further and going around the country and driving our school bus slash RV yeah, around. I decided I wanted like actual plumbing, so that's why I went. We went with an RV. Yeah, John is a little crunchy, and <laughs> he's in an awesome way. Right, but he's he like he did a great job on his bus. That was really impressive. I would not have been up to uh, up to that much renovation. The task. We just we just did some cosmetic stuff. Yeah, yeah. He actually gutted is, it and like completely overhauled it. Yeah. It was pretty impressive, and well, it's crazy. You can find him on Instagram, right? Yeah, he's it's like on simple Instagram. Simple Green Bus, I think it's. Yeah, his. we can we can do a, a uh, link to his to his profile, so you could check out his bus, um, and that. Yeah. So that's City Park. Yep, and now we are on our way to Rhino, which is River North. It's called Rhino. That's yes. Because it's hip. Because everybody, you know has to be has to have like a hip hipster we have a lot of um we have a lot of shortened neighborhoods low high lodo lower highlands and the lower downtown which is not really lower i mean lower if it's downtown but compared to like canada i guess lodo (laughs) sounds better than downtown 
I don't know. I don't know. I like downtown. Maybe. I like saying downtown. I don't like saying Lodo. It sounds like... It sounds like... But also when there's a, a bar called Lodo's. Mm. And so when I say Lodo, maybe some people think I'm talking about the bar when I'm not. You know, so that's why I just say downtown. Mm. Everybody knows where downtown is. Okay, so we're now on our way heading west. Yep. Towards downtown because River North, the Rhino area, is north of downtown. And if any of our listeners are looking for a fun way to get to know their city better, even if you don't live in Denver, if you live somewhere else, um, I have a group of friends that are also business owners like me, and we meet twice a month or so uh, just to give each other some accountability and talk about what's going on in our business. And we made it a goal at the beginning. We started meeting two years ago, and we made it a goal that we would meet at a different coffee shop every single time we met up. And is that, has that actually happened? It's actually happened. You've we, never met we have at the same coffee shop twice? repeated a coffee shop. Really? And we've wow. been meeting for, our, like I said, um, it'll be two years at the end of this month. And we've gone literally all over because, you know, once we've finished the like, you know, five or 10 most well-known coffee shops, you know, we had to kind of explore a little further afield. And so we've been to all different neighborhoods. Uh, We've been to some of the like surrounding suburbs. Um, And it's just, we were talking about this just the other day that I know my city like so much better now because I've, I've kind of forced myself to explore it and gotten out and seen you know, and now when we're driving, I'm always looking for coffee shops and I'm like, oh, there's one, you know, there's one. And I remember the, you know, the intersection or I'll look it up on the Internet. And it's just provided like I've, I've explored so many more neighborhoods than I would have if we weren't doing this project. So, so you're would, just sitting in, or, or meeting at the same exact right, spot. Like if we were meeting yeah. in our neighborhood every time, then we'd always meet at our coffee shop you know right but this is like a way to you know we get out and change it up we do all kinds of things now and uh yeah i i would highly recommend that kind of project if you're in a big enough city that has you know many different many coffee shops even if you can't make it happen for two years uh if you can find a friend to explore with i think it helps it's worthwhile I think it helps in Denver too because there's so many coffee shops that are all like very uh like one-off coffee shops they're very they're locally right. owned right we don't have a lot of chains we have a couple but. yeah we have I mean Starbucks and you know Dad's Bog and things Ink. like that but um you know a lot of these coffee shops are like super hipstery yeah. um like really interesting sometimes yeah interesting people that work yeah. there <laughs> But it's but, it's fun because I mean, they quaint, really have you know, the they really have way. the neighborhood vibe. Yeah, right, right. So now we're driving through. We're almost into Rhino, and something that I notice is that you know I, I really like the the architecture of you know these the, these neighborhoods that we're in. They're not the suburban cookie cutter. You know, 
neighborhood mm-hmm. that where, where all of the houses look the same. And even though some of these places have, you know, they've demolished some of the old houses and then put up some, you know, like uh, the the builder. Yeah. You know, they definitely. There's definitely gentrification happening in right. a lot of these neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, totally. Like we see some, some builder going on right now. There's something going on yeah. right now. You can't. If you drive anywhere in Denver, chances are you're going to, like, if there was a Denver driving bingo, you know those, like, road trip bingos? What? Where you, like, look for, you're on a road trip, and so you look for things, and you try to fill out a bingo card. Okay, yeah. This is, like, childhood road trip games. If Denver had a uh, road trip bingo card. Oh, look, there's a coffee shop I've never been to. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> where are we? Welton. We're, we're on fi- we're at five points. Yeah, we're, we're at five, five points right now. This is a five points. The five points neighborhood is like a historic Denver neighborhood. So if Denver had a road trip bingo, what you would find on there is pot store. Yeah. So dispensary, a yeah. coffee shop, yeah. A construction site. Yeah. Of some kind, whether commercial or residential. You're gonna you're gonna drive past somebody doing construction. Mm, what else? What would you put on road trip bingo? Um, somebody on a bike. A cyclist. Yeah, that's a good one. A fic- a hipster on a bike. More specifically, <laughs> okay. a hipster, a hipster on a bike. Hipster on a bike. Yeah, that's a street mural. A street mural. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot of those. In fact. Rhino is a huge art area yeah, in Denver. Yeah, I, I did a video with my friend Stephanie where we explored the Rhino neighborhood. She took me to some of her favorite haunts um, in that neighborhood. And one of the things we did was walk around all the cool murals. Uh, so we'll link to that video and you can see some of the... Yeah, that would be a great idea. Some of the coolness... I'm hoping to do a series. Um, so far, I have two, so I guess that qualifies as a series. Um, but a series of different creatives here in Denver sharing their favorite neighborhoods. And that was one of the installments. Now, we are actually now in Rhino. Looking at a mural. Well, is this a mural? Oh, wow, it is a mural. This is a really cool are you sure oh my god it looks so awesome <laughs> it looks like 3d you have to take a picture of this and then which we'll, which one are we this looking one at? over here this one yeah okay well um my window doesn't come down because yeah. my phone <laughs> my computer or my computer my car is dysfunctional the lighting is terrible okay okay so, we'll have to do one of the things we want to do before we leave Denver is like a bicycle tour of all the murals. We need to do that in April. Yeah, we'll definitely do that in April. So now we are on Larimer and 26th. Oh yeah. Oh, I always loved this mural right here. This is a, such a cool mural. It's uh It's one of those that changes as you drive by it. Yeah. Because it's, it's painted it's not painted on a flat surface and it's so It's painted on these like it's like one of those little hologram cards that if yeah. you if you angle it in a certain direction, you see something different. It's like that, except you have to drive by it. Right. <laughs> now, Rhino is famous. It used to be a 
kind of like an industrial area and you can really see that there mm-hmm. used to be like warehouses and things like that that are now converted to businesses and a lot of it has been yep. torn down for um, for apartment purposes. There's and a lot of, in this neighborhood, there's a lot of co-working spaces, there's a lot of breweries, uh, there's a winery and a cidery that we really like in this neighborhood. By we, I mean I. <laughs> yes. She's on her own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll be here DD, but. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool things in this neighborhood. A lot of coffee shops. There's a place called The Source, which is a... I don't even know how to describe The Source. It's like a big warehouse turned... Is it a co-working space, too? No, it's not a co-working space. But it's got like a... It's got a bunch of different vendors in one big space. So you can go... Like a big warehouse space. Yeah, it's a big warehouse. There's a brewery. There's a coffee shop. There's a... Fine foods where they have like chocolates. uh, There's like a liquor... Uh, place a um, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. <laughs> I'm just kidding about the candlestick maker. I don't know, but oh, they probably do. You could probably it get candles like there. Um, <laughs> and then there's some restaurants. So it's like this, like a marketplace, I guess, like a hipster marketplace. Yeah. Dry ice factory. Wow, I've never seen that before. A dry ice factory. I wonder if that's actually a dry ice factory or if no. It's, just... it's probably what it was, and now it's something else. Right. Also, of note is um, our friends Scott and Nicole Matson. They own a jazz and supper club here called Nocturne. It's so cool. Highly and recommend. It's a high-end, you know, upscale. Place. Live music. Right. They have live music every night. And um, they have various, you know, various uh, artists, jazz artists come through um, every week. And um, we'll actually be talking with them um, in a future podcast on an interview talking about how they are, you know, navigating owning a business, you know, starting a business together all that kind of stuff. So we're really excited for that. That's coming up probably in April. Yeah. Um, at some point. So that was the Rhino neighborhood. And now we are on our way through downtown to one of my favorite places, which is Confluence Park. And hopefully we don't get into an accident. Because <laughs> this guy just pulled up, pulled out right in front of me. Oh, man. Yeah, and the one of the things that you'll see all over Rhino because it's a it's an arts district, uh, like a city designated arts district. You will see um, a like an orange rhinoceros symbol all over this neighborhood. What I have never seen. What? There's one right there. Look. Where? Oh. It says art, and oh. it's a rhinoceros. Okay. And you'll see it all over the place wow, in Rhino. I no idea um yeah it's like a little easter egg huh cool hey that's the bar that we went to for our collective birthdays i can't believe we didn't even mention that we did a pub crawl for our birthday last year our collective because we we have a bunch of people we have a bunch of friends that all have their birthdays in late march early april 
And so we did a safari-themed pub crawl through Rhino. Because it's Rhino? Get it? (laughs) And everyone dressed up. It was awesome. We all dressed up in, like, safari-themed costumes. And... What was I? Oh, I was... The you Lion King. The Lion King. Yeah, I had uh, an Elvis costume on and then little lion ears. Yep. And, <laughs> and I, a tail. I was an elephant. And you were an elephant. We had three zebras. Apparently zebras are the thing to do. Yep. So yeah, that's, uh, that's Rhino and we're now heading through downtown. We're crossing Broadway, which is... I think that Broadway is kind of the the border of downtown and Rhino, I would say, anyway. Because really that's, you know, that's when downtown, Denver, yeah. Denver downtown has this weird thing where, so all the streets go north and south and east and west everywhere in Denver, except in downtown where they changed the, the streets and like turned it 45 degrees. So yes. everything in downtown is now 45 degrees. So there's no north and south east and west streets all of the all of the streets go north and south and east and west because it's a 45 degree angle for each of the streets and they did that because the original whoever made denver uh wanted to follow the the confluence of of the river the Mm. platte river and so the platte river goes you know kind of in a diagonal direction in this part of you know the city and so they wanted to make the river, you know, um, like the, the streets, you know, follow the river. But then in the middle of building downtown, they were like, this is a stupid idea. So <laughs> we should just do the north and south, east and west thing like every other city. So that's how that's how downtown or that's why downtown is. Yeah. So if you're on a diagonal street, you're probably downtown. Right. But how would they know? You can't. You don't know. Like if you're on the diagonal street. I guess you could look at the mountains and stuff. This yeah. dude is like blaring. Blasting. I don't know if you can hear this, but... You need to calm down, guys. Go away. Well, okay. my car is not that insulated. I definitely have been able to hear my music playing from my radio. Like... Outside, outside the, the car, car with all the windows and doors closed like very right. clearly so <laughs> my car's not not super insulated so apologies about that audience okay so now we are in downtown you know yep. there's this step 13 here and i think this is like the 12-step program which is really weird because it's like right next to um it's like right next to uh bars hmm. I, I always found out I always found that very strange. But yeah, we're now in like the I guess you could call this like the financial district or whatever because there's um you know all the high rises and the businesses and things like that. Yeah. Um but also you could see a lot of the older, you know, brick the red brick buildings that used to be part of Well let's drive by a course. Okay. Can we drive by course field? Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah, so back in the back in the day, which was a Wednesday, it, downtown Denver actually caught on fire, and there was a great fire here in Denver. Oh, kind of like uh, 
the Great Chicago Fire? Sh- yeah, the, I was going to say Chicago. Um, but there was a, a fire here in Denver because, you know, everything was made out of wood. Right. So then the city decided, like, let's not do that again. And they made... As cities are wont to do after they burn down. After they burn completely down, they're like, well, now, now that we got that wooden stuff out of our system, slash it all burned down, um, they made all of the buildings or they, they uh, required all the buildings to be made out of brick so that that kind of thing never happened again. So that's why you see a lot of red brick yes. buildings here in downtown. Now we're on 19th and Market which is one of the, you know, Market Market Street is one of the uh, more happening streets mm-hmm. during the Friday and Saturday nights. And yeah. then right next to it is Blake Street, which is also uh, one of the happening streets. And if you are baseball fans and you know anything about the Colorado Rockies, you will know that they are called the Blake Street Bombers because Coors Field, which we are about to go to, is actually right on the corner of 20th and Blake, which is why they're called the Blake Street Bombers, because the 20th Street Bombers just doesn't sound as cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was... Coors Field was... Going to a baseball game was one of uh, one of our early dates. Yeah. We, we like to go to baseball games. Uh, I'm... Well, we've talked about this before. I'm a Cubs fan, and so we we disagree about who should win sometimes. Right, but we're at least but, not in the same division. We're in the same league, but we're not in the same division. Right. Um, so really, that only comes up when we're playing. Hey, does that other. mean that you're you're not out of my league? No. <laughs> Get it? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy. But I love Coors Field. I think, I mean, there's just something about going to a baseball game, eating a hot dog. It's, like, very American. Yeah. Coors Field has fantastic margaritas, if you're into that sort of thing, which I am. Obviously. Yeah, they have great margaritas, and they have one of my favorite views of downtown. I love being able to see the city from Coors Field... I think, yeah, it's just like really scenic and you're up high, so you get to see. Right. Yeah, especially if you're on the third deck. See it from kind of a different perspective. Yeah. And Coors Field, it is like very cheap to get tickets. So if you're in town visiting and you want to go see a baseball game, I mean, you can get Unless tickets. Unless the Cubs are in town. Right. I mean, it de- I guess it depends on who the Rockies are playing. But generally speaking, you can get Rock Pile tickets, which Rock Pile is the bleachers. Uh, way can, out there. You can get tickets for like four dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's very. You can get standing room tickets too for like five bucks. Yeah, it's very reasonable, um, and they do like military discounts stuff like that. So. Yeah. So we like. Whoa. Sorry, babe. I'm too just, young to die. I just busted a move. I'm Sorry. Too young. <laughs> too young to die. So in. Um, Coors Field is one of my favorite places and in 2010 and 2011 no 2010 yeah just 2010 
when I first moved to Denver proper in 2010, I lived very close to Coors Field. It was only like a seven minute walk to the gate at Coors Field that I would go into. And I literally made it a goal that year, that season, to go to at least one home game per homestand, meaning per team that came here, I would go to at least one of the games in the series. And I definitely did that that entire year. So I was, I went to like, gosh, uh, like 40 something games. That is a lot of games. Yeah. But I mean, it was very reasonable because, you know, it was only like yeah. $10 for, you know, good seats. You know, they're not the best seats, but, you know, or I could have gone for five bucks in the rock pile and, and whatever, but I splurged. And now we're actually going to be driving right past the apartment that I lived in. Um, it didn't, the it didn't look much like this, I'm sure, when you... No, there's been a lot, a lot of changes since 2010. There's a giant building now where there used to be a parking lot and a park here. <laughs> and then right in front of me is another giant building that they're a, a high-rise building actually I don't even know how tall this thing is I can see 25. one two three four five six cranes right now just out of the right side of the car six cranes eight nine ten eleven eleven cranes is ridiculous amount. so I guess we can maybe add a crane to uh, Denver road trip bingo okay <laughs> Okay, now we are here in, or next to, I guess, the REI. This, call, this is called the flagship REI store because it used to be, used to be the, the Union Station um, back in the, in the day. Uh, trains used to come here, and if actually, if you go into the REI, you'll see you know, some remnants of the train station railroad ties and things yeah it's a it definitely cool, looks like a, ra a train station yeah inside. it's a pretty cool building and this is the area where we came to watch the fireworks for fourth of july last year they literally set the fireworks off like in our laps pretty much yeah <laughs> there was an actual fire there was an actual fire or yeah two. a small fire that happened because of little the, little brush fires that they had to put out which is terrible yeah <laughs> well that was that one fire was because some idiot was setting off his own fireworks oh yeah not because of the actual people setting off fireworks right yeah this area is called i guess confluence park is is yeah. around here confluence park you uh -huh. can actually kayak on the Platte on River. On the Platte River There's here. like a little um, kayak course. Like yeah. Like they have little rapids they and have, things they that they made, like the man, built. Yeah, man-made rapids that you can kayak in downtown Denver, which is pretty... It's pretty fun. Yeah. And I, I've seen... I've even seen people uh, like tubing down the rapids. I mean, you could tube too. I right. guess you could do whatever you want. Maybe right. you could just like swim down the rapids. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good idea, but yeah, maybe you know. not. Yeah. Now we are going onto the freeway, the 25, as I like to call it, because I'm Californian. 
and I put a the in front of the number. Or I-25 if you're everyone else. <laughs> Denver has two main highways, I-25 which goes north-south and I-70 which goes east-west. Right. And there's a less major highway called 76. It's it's a it's an interstate too, I believe. Yeah, that's but the it's one a, that goes up to Boulder. No, no, that's oh. 36. 76 goes towards like Nebraska, I think. Now we're driving past our favorite part of our drive on the 25 here because we're going south and the there are fantastic views of the city from yes. this point. You can see the entire skyline. We're, we're passing Sports Authority Field where the Broncos play, so that gives you an idea of where we're actually at on the 25 heading south. And on our left, we can see the skyline of Denver, which we will miss sorely, but I'm sure we'll see other skylines of other cities where wherever we decide to be, yeah. wherever we're driving. No, we're just gonna drive with our <laughs> eyes closed through the entire country. <laughs> I don't wanna cheat on Denver skyline, unless it's with Chicago skyline. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've really seen the Chicago skyline from like a far, did we go to uh, We need to do like a boat. A, we did a boat tour Well, no, we need Chicago. To do, we need to do one that goes out into the lake. Into the oh, like Michigan? Yeah, because they oh, they have those. Yeah, and that they do them oh. at like sunset and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And you can yeah, that would be cool. See the Let's city do that when we're there in Chicago, or from this Navy, August, or from Navy Pier. That's another good place to see the skyline from. That is it a boat tour situation in Navy Pier? No, Navy Pier is just a big long pier that goes out into the lake. So if you go out to the end of it you can look back and see the city you know you're not quite as far away as if you were in a boat but yeah maybe we should pause until we get off the highway i feel like it's pretty loud yeah okay yeah that's where are we loud. headed now south broadway oh yeah Okay, now we just got off the freeway and we just got off Broadway, which is, we were just on Broadway like 20 minutes yes. ago. <laughs> now we are on South Broadway. Yeah, we are now way south on Broadway compared to where we were 20 minutes ago. And South Broadway is another cool neighborhood or area mm -hmm. in Denver where we like to go um, because... There's a, there's a pretty cool Thai place that we like to go to. Not the best Thai place. That, right, not our favorite Thai not place. Not our favorite. But probably our second favorite Thai place. Yeah. Matter of fact, that Thai place called Spicy Basil on Broadway is the place that we had our third date. Where we ate yep. for our third date. Yep. And there's plenty of things to do here as well it's like the older part of town but it's still they it still has a lot of character it's got bars and restaurants mm -hmm. they do what is the denver music week oh what is that one 
Um, they they so close they, off um, a lot of uh, a lot of Broadway, and they actually like set up state like a stage and, and um, shows and things like that. And um, you can and, and each of the bars here, I guess it's kind of like turns into a concert venue. Yeah, each of the bars turns into like a concert venue, and it's like a bunch of bunch of bands, like a, a few dozen bands, come here at the same time on the same weekend, and there is just I guess it's kind of like South by Southwest almost. In that Much sense. Much smaller scale, yeah. Yeah. Not not the whole city of Austin. I can't freaking remember the name of it. We'll put a link. Yeah. Yeah, but we have, we have friends that have come into town and played at some of the venues. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of our favorite ice cream places is also here on... Called Sweet Action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> South Broadway. I did another neighbor, one of those neighborhood videos about South Broadway as well. Oh, you did? When? Yep. Uh, For whom? With Aaron of Hey Art Social and Brand Crush. And who? Brand Crush. Oh. She's a graphic designer and we came and explored. There's like some craft stores and little boutiques and things like that on this street it's here uh, on broadway on south broadway yeah oh okay yeah and the, the reason why we like this neighborhood i think it's very it's very close to us it's you know it's a different feel a different vibe um it's still very cool and um just adds to the character i think of denver yeah and because it's it is it is in a historic neighborhood the all of the houses here are also, you know, kind of one-off houses. So they're, mm-hmm. the architecture is also another thing that we enjoy quite a bit here in this neighborhood too. A lot of old kind of Victorian houses and some some streets are like bungalows. Yeah. Which are um, uh, very popular, I think, or was very popular in, uh, in Denver. Yeah, you see a lot of bungalows. Yeah. What are we going to next? Cheeseman? Cheeseman. I think that's our last stop. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day to be neighbors. Will you be mine? I don't actually know the words. Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Does no. it really say neighbor that many times? No, it not that you you missed a whole verse. <laughs> it's like I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. (laughs) So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, could you be my, would you be my, won't you be my neighbor? Wow. I watched... Mr. Rogers all the time when I was a kid. I mean, so did I, but... You didn't remember this song? <laughs> I mean, I remembered it once you sang it. This has been a while since I haven't done uh, Mr. Rogers karaoke in, like, quite some time, so... <laughs> also, in Denver, car theft fuels meth labs. <laughs> I never saw an anti-meth advertisement until I moved to Colorado.
And well, that's because all the people in Chicago are cokeheads. Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> we're we're crossing over the Cherry Creek Trail right now. Denver has a ton of bike trails. You can get from downtown all the way out to Cherry Creek State Park in the suburbs. You can get all the way up to the Highline Canal. Why are you talking so low? I'm just talking normally. Yeah. Also, it got a lot quieter. There's not as much noise when we're standing still. So there's the Cherry Creek Trail, the Highline Trail, Platte River. You can get a lot of places on a bike here in Denver. I wouldn't say it's the most bike-friendly city, but definitely if your objective is just to like get out and go on a bike ride, there's lots of places to do that. And I used to live right on Cherry Creek Trail, and I could go, you know, 10, 20 miles round trip on a bike and not ever have to cross a road. Yeah, and there's also the Denver B-Cycle program, which is our um, bike share. Bike share, yeah. Program. We're passing one bike B-Cycle station right now. Yeah. Which is basically you can rent bikes by the minute. And it's pretty inexpensive. I don't really know how much it is because obviously I you know, I think like it's we more have our like own bikes. like by the half hour than by the minute. Oh, by the half hour? Yeah. Okay. So you can rent bikes by the half hour in Denver and then there's all these different B-cycle stations around that you mm-hmm. can and drop off wherever. So it's, it makes it really easy to, to get around in Denver. Yeah. There's Moondance Botanicals, which is where I learned how to make soap. <laughs> and where we uh, bought your mom her Christmas present. Yeah. While I was doing my shop small Christmas. Well, there's another coffee shop I haven't been to. Although, is that just a drive through I don't know. It seems to be that way, though. more of the uh, the fancy neighborhoods yeah of Cherry Creek Congress Park and Cheeseman Park yeah so this Eight. is where all of the large houses are large, the yeah large old mansions of yeah. the days of yore the um, yeah all the houses in this neighborhood are like, really nice bigger than they are in other neighborhoods. Yes. And we're in the historic 17th, or sorry, 7th Avenue neighborhood district. Yeah. And I have always wanted to live in this neighborhood because it's super cool. I mean, just the houses are super cool. Not that the neighborhood vibe itself is super cool. I mean, I don't know. I've never lived here, so... This neighborhood, I, when I first moved, well, I guess the second place I lived when I moved to Denver is it was in Cherry Creek. And I, I rented a house with some roommates. 
and I love this neighborhood. It reminds me a lot of the neighborhood that I grew up in, the Chicago suburbs. Yeah, I can see that. Like, even this house right here looks like yeah. your parents' old house. Mm. Maybe? It looks like it could be in the same neighborhood. It looks like, yeah. But they're just, there's just really awesome architecture here. I would love to move to this street, actually. Right? Man. <laughs> what are we on? Williams between 7th and 8th? awesome or high street between 7th and 8th yeah this is right by Cheeseman Park which is another one of the biggest it's definitely in the top four um, I think it's about like a mile and a half if I run because I've run all the way around this park too it's about a mile and a half I think a loop and Cheeseman Park is a very special park to the both of us it is because it is haunted that's not why it's special to us. <laughs> but the legend ha legend has it that it's haunted. Right. I the this used to be actually a cemetery. Um in in the olden days and apparently Denver wanted to as a city wanted to make it into a a park and so they hired this guy to dig up all of the all of the bodies and things. And they, they gave him like a, the, the story goes that they gave him like a fixed price contract. And so really the faster he could get it done, the more profitable it made him. It made him. And so he was just like willy nilly pulling up these, you know, coffins and dead bodies and things. And like he would, he would work into the night to, to dig up stuff so people would would kind of look at it and like be like oh this is creepy and they called it he was doing ghouls work and so they it, the city put a stop to the the contract and consequently apparently legend has it i don't know if this is real <laughs> but there are still dead bodies strewn about underneath the park under the park and so that's why people say that Cheeseman Park in Denver is still haunted. And I have a story. I was actually walking through here one day. It was a summer night and or a summer evening. It wasn't even summer night because I could still see a little bit of daylight. So it was dusk. Dusk. And I was walking. It was warm because it was in the middle of summer. It was maybe June or July or something. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden on this trail, like one of these trails right here. Yeah went from warm to really cold and then I was like what is going on there was not like a vent or anything nearby it wasn't like a breeze it was just it got cold and then I walked some more and it was warm again and I was like all right I'm out of here <laughs> and now we are parked right next to our willow Yay! Hi, Willow! Which is, you know, to if you have been listening to some episodes of Swept Together, you know that this Willow is very special to us. It's where yes. we said I love you to each other for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we visit it every, every, you know, every season. Yep. And... We also got engaged. Got engaged. Under the Willow tree. Right before Christmas. So this park has a lot of 
significance to Sentimental us. value to us. Hopefully no Denver, you know, city council people decide, hey, we should probably build some, you know, high-rise buildings on this park instead and that, then tear down our willow. That would suck. That would be really sad. I don't think that that would happen. But I hope not. It's like one of the biggest parks. I don't think they'd do that. No, probably not. But, you know, I'm just putting the hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> and yeah. that, so that concludes That's our, our last stop on our, our tour. Our driving tour of uh, Denver. That doesn't even begin to cover all of the things we love about this city. We could be driving for days. <laughs> and pointing out things but we'd much rather just have you come visit and then we can uh, we can just show you around ourselves well we won't be here but, but you can go to our Airbnb yeah <laughs> that's right we, we're Airbnb hosts now so there's just so many things to love about this city and I I love that we made an intention to get out and explore and see different things about our city. I feel like I know Denver really well because of, you know, that practice that we made of just getting out and doing things and being involved in our community. There's yeah. a lot of really cool things to love about being in Denver. Yeah. And we will miss it very much but we will be back we'll just have to listen to this episode every time we get homesick yeah <laughs> are we gonna do the sweep up yeah what made you feel loved today I felt loved actually just prepping up for this episode we were bit you you were in a bit of a hurry of a, a time crunch this week because you had a ton of stuff to do before we left for Antarctica. Yes. And you were, you're actually, we're on our way to the airport right now <laughs> because I'm, yep. you're going to go wedding dress shopping with your mom and sister in Texas. Yep. And so you had a ton of stuff to do, but you still made time to do this episode with me. That way we can have an episode this week. Yay! But also, we had been talking about doing this kind of thing for quite a while. And, you know, I love this city. And mm-hmm. I love driving around it and seeing all the neighborhoods. And this was actually a really cool, you know, little project that we did. Yeah. And it made me feel really loved. Aww. What made you feel loved? It made me feel really loved that... Uh, you know, we were talking, you were just talking about how much I've had on my plate this week and I've, you know, been pretty stressed out, but I really appreciated that, you know, it made me feel really loved that you were willing to take things off my plate. And also, you know, I was feeling stressed about recording this episode and and you were like, you know, if we don't get it done, we don't get it done. And that just like, it relieved a lot of pressure for me and made me feel really loved because I know how much 
working on the podcast together means to you and I was feeling really like horrible about potentially not having time to do the episode but we just delayed it by a day or two and it worked out really well and I just appreciate you being flexible and supportive with all the craziness welcome babe love you love you too what made you guys feel loved this week as we go into spring, which is, you know, when love is in the air? <laughs> you know, we're doing a... By the time this this show comes out, it'll we'll already have done spring forward. Yep. That's coming up this, here in March 12th. weekend. Yeah. And we will be on the plane to... Argentina likely when you listen to this episode. Yeah, by the time you listen to this when episode. When this episode comes out. On Tuesday, we will be on a plane. We will not have um, shows for... The last two weeks of March. The last two weeks yeah, of March. Yeah, the last two weeks of March. Our next show is going to be in April. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll have tons of things to talk about. And... Um, I'm sure. We're going we're gonna to bring our recording equipment and record some shows maybe on the boat in yeah. in Antarctica. Yeah, that would be that'll be really fun and exciting. I don't so, even know what that's going to look like or sound like, but Me neither. Um we'll give it a try. We're going to be we're going to be really excited to, to to do some shows in Antarctica. Yes. It would be awesome to actually do a show on the the on the peninsula. Maybe we can just record a sound bite. Yeah. And edit it in. Yeah, that would be cool. Like if there's a penguin, and then he, we can interview <laughs> the penguin, and the penguin, you know, parents maybe. Yeah, yeah. About what it's like to travel through the oceans for miles and miles and miles together. Yeah, and it'll be like penguin mom, why do you like throwing up into your child's face? <laughs> but oh until my. then, some hard-hitting reporting. You're gonna have to. You just. You have to uh, listen to some archived episodes yes, on our website. Swepttogether.com. You can find show notes from today's episode. You can find all of our past episodes. You can also find us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Swepttogether. Everywhere on at Swepttogether. And hopefully we'll be able to uh, post a bunch of pictures on our Instagram when we get connectivity yes yes we'll be out <laughs> so of you know that we're alive yeah we'll be out of internet for like two weeks uh but as soon as we get back we'll start hitting you with a whole bunch of penguins and whales maybe hopefully and seals yep on That'd our be awesome on our instagram so Stay we'll talk tuned. to you then thanks for listening guys bye
sweet action. Oh yeah. 